This is the OMFL. You can't touch this. And you're in the mix with kind of real name. Here's another OMFL production. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Press Pass Live, your weekly podcast show for the OMFL. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning. As always, I am your host, the founder, the mastermind, the idiot who spends all of his time doing this crazy, crazy community called the OMFL and the Grown Folks Online Community, Nate. And as always, with me, Mr. Maniac. How are you doing this morning? I am doing wonderful. Right-eyed, bushy tail, ready to go. That's right. We, we're not up at the crack of, uh, of dawn here this morning, and Mr. D. Wayne is not with us. He had to work this morning, and sometimes he can squeeze away and jump on a call, but he couldn't make it happen today. But we're going to jump into our very first thing, the man, the myth, the legend. We've got our guest with us today, Mr. Hollywood from Hollywood Sports. Good morning, Mr. Hollywood. Hey, good morning. What's happening? Thank you so much for tuning in with us and and being with us here today. We had some technical difficulties, but, man, we fought through it like a champion. We knocked it out, and we are here. Hollywood, just tell everybody, who are you? Where are you from? How'd you get here? Well, uh, again, I'm Hollywood Sports. Um, I'm I'm up here in Seattle, Washington. You know, I was born in Virginia, been in California, but I'm up here in Seattle. And, um, you know, I've been doing YouTube and – you guys invited me to the show. Hey, I'm here, ready to go. Seattle is one of the most beautiful cities I've ever been to, but I think I went through the like two weeks that it was actually pretty there, not foggy and rainy, uh, and it's the cleanest city. It's one of my favorite places. My favorite ice cream place on the planet is there. I think it's called, it's either Molly Moose or Maggie Moose. I always mess it up. Yeah, it's Molly Moose. Molly Moose. It is, by, they had a vegan coconut almond joy ice cream with like this <laughs> vegan chocolate sauce and uh, cow, i <laughs> i am not a vegan but it was the most amazing thing that i had ever had in my entire life hollywood thank you again for being with us today that's why we moved the, the time back because we we're going to have him last weekend he and i didn't realize that he was in seattle and we are not in seattle and so we were asking him to get up at six o'clock in the morning and that wasn't going to work so he's here today we got it uh, let's talk about madden 20 but before we Do get it. there we got to talk about Madden 19. Uh, some hits and misses. People, are, you know, I think overall leaning towards not enjoying the game that much. What were your thoughts about Madden 19? No, uh, you know, starting out at EA Play with Madden 19, uh, the game was playing pretty well. Um, obviously, people had to get used to the speed being slowed down. But, you know, we got used to it and uh, everything was working good. But when the game finally came out, it wasn't what we played. So um, what happened was I think just a lot of people and a lot of feedback they got from people playing the game, the game was too hard. So they, you know, they watered it down and pushed it back. And as things uh, 
started to progress and got worse as they started patching things and that's pretty much what happened in Madden 19. They watered it down, and then when they watered it down, the game was operating kind of funky a little bit, and they yeah. kept trying to patch things up. Uh, you know, I think once you leave the original, you have the original game, and then you make changes to the game, and I think that's what ruined Madden 19. You know, they had to water it down, they had to make changes, then things this broke this, then they tried to patch this, and the game just went downhill from there. Um, but I've always said if people just knew how that game played at EA Play at Madden and and at, for Madden 19, they would be they would have been shocked. And it's it's hard to explain that to people, you know. But um, it was a it, it game worked really well. So especially on defense. Um, so uh, yeah, I just hope they balance it this year for Madden 20 where. You know, it's not too easy, but it's not too hard. It's right in the middle because people will complain if they have it as hard as it was in Madden 19. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question, and it's probably a dumb question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. These are extremely smart humans that work at EA Play, uh, I mean EA, uh, and like I think that they understand that if they start patching things that they'll do exactly what you said, and they'll start chasing their tail, and they'll create a really buggy game and, and now for you know every fix they're creating two or three more issues why are they making the decision to patch it then like why not just leave it alone if you know it's actually going to create more problems in the long term well i don't know how they i don't know how the system works on the inside of ea you know i wish i was i had more knowledge on the inside on how things work you know how why they do certain things i don't know it could be coming from the suits uh because I know when they have to find a problem or find a bug, they actually have to reproduce it to, to, to fix it. You know, they got to go into the game and they got to find that actual bug or that actual problem and then try to fix it from there. And I think once they go inside, it's connected to other things. But I really don't know why they do that if they know it's going to ruin the game. Maybe they don't think it's going to ruin the game. Maybe they think they can try or somebody's saying you guys got to get in there and fix it or I don't know. Now we're gonna move to we're gonna move to twenty. But you said a word that I want to ask about the suits. I've heard that a whole lot, right? People use yeah. that a word. Do you really believe in that? Do you really believe that there are people in suits, the corporate, the people who are really pushing? Do you really believe that that is the guiding force for a lot of this? Or is this just a a myth in the Madden community? Yeah, I I, I really believe so. Um, I've met a few devs, and uh, those guys are cool, man. Those guys want this game to be spectacular. Trust me, they do. Um, but I think the suits call the shots, basically. Um, you know, people I've talked to, uh, suits call the shots. They're thinking about, they don't look at the game like we look at it. They look right. at stockholders. They look at profits. They look at uh, what's going to sell the game, um, things like that. You know, when they talk about the stuff on the back of the box, they try to market that stuff, even though it might not be working well. Uh their, their whole thought is different. So that's why they could never connect with Rex Dixon. You know, Rex Dixon always said, we need to do this, we need to do that. They never listened to him. It was the suits calling the shots the whole time. So, yeah, it, it is true. It is the suits that makes the final decisions. All right, let's move on to Madden 20. Now, I know that they don't – I don't think that they call them EA Game Changers, but are you an EA Game Changer? Were you an EA Game Changer? No, I've never been a – people think I am, but I'm not an EA Game Changer. <laughs> Nice. Well, you're definitely an influencer. 
No, no. They call them influencers now. I'm just I'm just deep into the community. I love the game. I know a lot of people, but I'm not a game changer. Uh, is, or influencer. is that what they're is that what they're calling the new game changers? They're calling them influencers? Yeah, they started doing that with Oh. Uh, you see, I, I was just calling you an influencer just because you, you have a voice in the community. Well let let's talk about EA play. Uh you went to EA play. What'd you think about the game? You got your hands on it. What'd you think? Um, the game was great. I was shocked when I started playing it, and uh, you know, and then I was hearing everybody saying the same thing. So it's not like, you know, they might say, "Well, you, you know, people liked it. Some people like it this way. Some people don't like this, or some people." But everybody's saying the same thing. It it played really nice. Did you play the beta? I did. I was going to ask, did you notice changes from EA Play to the beta, or is I, what you played on the beta the same? I think the beta was a lot better. Why? They, what they what made that? Updates. They did some updates uh, to, from what we played at EA Play. I guess after the feedback and stuff, the stuff they got, um, they the beta played better, in my opinion, from what we had at EA Play. And so, the, what we played at EA Play was good. But then I thought, man, the, the, they even improved it. The beta played a whole lot better. So hopefully. The final product at ship would be even better, you know, after all the feedback and stuff. Now at EA Play, Maniac, I want you to go next. At EA Play, did they ask for feedback? Um, this year they didn't really. Last year with Madden 19, they had all the devs out there asking questions, asking for feedback. You know, what do you think? Is there anything we can do better? What do you don't like? But this year the devs wasn't really hanging out with us you know at the at the booth or anything uh, a lot of guys that was running the booth they really couldn't ask to you know answer the technical questions but um they normally get a lot of stuff from like the community uh people that's coming out to play the game so i don't know how they did that this year but normally they want a lot of feedback so i don't know who they got it from this year Maniac, go ahead. I want you to, to ask a couple questions to Hollywood, and, and we're getting some on the stream, so we'll ask them some of these from Rob. All right. Well, this this kind of pertains to uh, Madden 20. Um, I want to kind of get your feel on what do you think will be the biggest impact from uh, any new feature that they put in Madden 20 on the Madden community? I think the new thing that is going to wow is the uh, abilities. The abilities, you know, at first, when they first told us, they said there's only 50 players in the game with the X Factor abilities. But that's right. players that can go in the zone. Now, there's more players uh, that might you might not be able to go in the zone with them, but they have abilities that they're going to have all game. And there's a lot of abilities in this game, a lot. So I think that's going to be really part of the gameplay where – Every, you know, people say, well, every team you play is the same. The AI is the same. It doesn't matter who you play. They all play the same. Well, it's not going to be the fact this year. Um, I think every team is going to be different um, because of the abilities. You know, you might have one play that work against one team, but it might not work against the other team because of the abilities. I mean, it's really going to be across the board. Every team's going to be different, I think, especially in the quarterbacks, you know. They really got the quarterbacks playing really good, you know. So you got yeah, Mahomes absolutely. and Russell Wilson. Those guys are going to play like they play. Tom Brady. So it ain't going to be the, you know, right now, Madden 19, 18, those quarterbacks play exactly the same. They might have different yeah, exactly. uh, 
ratings when it comes to passing and stuff like that. But really, overall, they play exactly the same. But with these abilities, um, I think it's going to really help game play across the landscape. What makes it more exciting when you play different people. Or you might have to worry, because we didn't, you don't have to worry playing Madden 19, (laughs) who you're going to play. Overall, it's pretty much the same. You know, your same defense works, your same offense works. Everything works exactly the way you want it. But this year, you're going to have to mix it up, because I think these, I'm studying these abilities, man. This stuff is going to be cool. What's your, what's your different? What's your favorite ability then? Um, I don't really have a favorite right now. I just like the fact that during the game, um, you know, when I played the beta, I liked that uh, uh, Landon Collins was an enforcer and he was causing a lot of fumbles on the field, stuff like that. So, you know, if you got to go up against a linebacker or outside linebacker or safeties, or you might have a lockdown corner, you might not be able to run a play to the right side. You may have to say, I got to run to the left side. See, things like that is going to affect how you play the game this year. You know, normally you can run the left side, right side. It wouldn't, it doesn't matter in Madden 19, <laughs> but um, yeah, Go you're going to have to make a good play calling. I think play calling is going to be a part of the skill gap this year. You know, normally people just run what they run a two or three or four plays and that's it. But you're going to have to know your playbook this year, really, or you're going to get killed. And I think that's how it's going to change the landscape of this game. What do, what do you want to see different from the beta and what you had at EA Play, which everyone thoroughly enjoyed? What do you want to see different before the launch? Um, I just want to see the uh, scenarios working better in uh, franchise. Because I don't think that was fully complete in the beta. It didn't seem like it. From all the stuff they explained in the you know online and um, on their website, talking about the scenario engine, um, I didn't see hardly any of that in the in the franchise mode. So hopefully it'll be fully ready to go, and uh, that's what I really what I want to see different when the game comes out. How engaging do you think that that will be? Like I played it, and, and it was super engaging early, but a lot like the training scenarios. That's a bad word. It's not a scenario, but the training, the way training is set up for your players each week. After you kind of figure it out in the first two to three advances, you figured it out for all of Madden, and now it just becomes something you button push through. Do you think scenarios will be that, or are you expecting the depthness to really engage you for all of Madden 20? Now, I think the training is going to help this year. Um, I, I, I would, I'm not going to skip training this year because in a scenario engine where it talks about uh, when you talk to the uh, when your offensive coordinator, he's telling you that you're going to face uh, Khalil Mack. So the game tells you what plays will work. So that's what I noticed during the beta. The game will give you the plays. When you do your practice plays, it's telling you what plays you need to use when you're playing you know, your franchise. So that's what I like about it. It didn't matter in Madden 19, really. What what you know now you have a game plan. You really can go to your uh, your practice before the game and say, okay, this works. Cover two works better against Chicago's defense. They're three four. They're four three, and I think that's going to really impact the game this year. Madden nineteen, it didn't matter, but I noticed during the beta, it did matter when your offensive coordinator was telling you about certain things to slow somebody down or neutralize them. You know those three options they gave you. I think it was neutralize, uh, yeah. some other options. You can ignore, you neutralize, or game plan. 
something right. yeah. something like that. Yeah, and there, and there and it had certain plays that you would go up against the defense and the offense on how to stop their defense and how you know. So those were the right plays that I think the practice is going to help you at least get familiar with who you're going up against. I got one last one for him, but before we get there, Maniac, what else you got for Mr. Hollywood? Yeah, um, I don't know. What, what is your thoughts? Do you think this is finally the year that Madden kind of breaks out of the 2K shadow, or is it still going to be one of those things that uh, everybody's about? I think Madden, the only thing that's separating Madden from 2K, the gameplay Madden is past 2K a long time ago. People are associated with two, uh, 2K because of that presentation. The halftime highlights, the post-game wrap-up, that was excellent. Madden hasn't got to that era yet, and I think that's really the separation right there with 2K. Uh, people don't really talk about the gameplay in 2K. Uh, it's a lot. The gameplay was a lot cleaner, but I think Madden is going to get that this year by a long shot. Um but mostly people talk about with 2K is their presentation. You know, the post-game wrap-up, halftime highlights and stuff like that. And I think Madden hasn't got to that point yet. So, and like this year, the halftime highlights is going to be just, a well, halftime presentation would be like it was last year with no highlights. So, I mean, they're behind in that area. Um, but other, but gameplay, Madden is going to, nobody's going to be talking about 2K5 no more. <laughs> all right last one for me there's this rumor hollywood that's out there on the twitterverse that i think came from either a professional madden player i'm not a thousand percent sure since i don't kind of run in the professional gaming world i don't <laughs> excuse me i don't really pay attention to a ton of that but there is a rumor that over the next yeah, 24 to 48 hours that we may see the beta re-dropped again do you believe that that rumor is true? And if so, what are you hoping to see? Um, I, I haven't heard anything about that. I don't think they're going to do that again. What they're going to do next, um, I heard it from Eric Rayweather, um, and I heard it from uh, your mama supposedly has this inside guy that tells him stuff that's going on. You ever heard of your mama? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. I thought you were talking about my real mom, who's actually in the living room. I was going to go ask her to hook me up. Well, he's pretty knowledgeable about what's going to happen. Um, uh, Eric Rayweather said they're going to invite a few people down to EA, and they're going to play the final game, and they're going to uh, do a bunch of videos and, and let people see the videos. That's what I think the next thing is right before the release. Um, I haven't heard anything about releasing the beta again. Um, I sent a tweet out a couple of weeks ago to uh, Michael Young, you know, the new uh, creative director, about doing the beta again. So, yeah, uh, it, I posted it on my Twitter. Uh, you can go and, and see that out there. It, it, I reposted it. It is not mine. I didn't drop the news, and, and uh, I got your Twitter up on the screen now, so I don't want to go over to mine. But yeah, it's supposedly the rumor is out there, and, and he is putting his name out there that uh, it's going to drop, and we'll see. I, I have my doubts. Uh, it would be something new for me to experience that uh, anyone dropped a beta twice. Um, it was a pretty short time. It was during Father's Day weekend, which I think made it difficult for people to get to. But um, exactly. <clears throat> look, I, 
my hopes are very high for Madden 20, and I know not everybody in our community got to play it, but those who, very few people that I've seen that touched it are actually complaining about it outside of the people who just like to complain to complain. Um, everyone just speaks very positive of this. And so even on our Daddy Leagues podcast that we do called The Talk with Pooty T, look, that guy can be as negative towards EA as anyone, and even he <laughs> is super, super positive about Madden 20. So hopes yeah. are high. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I, I can't wait to kind of see it. When is that rumor about the beta supposed to come out? Uh, look, I'll look. I'll put it on the screen real quick. I just I want to I'm gonna put yours back up because I, I want you to be able to tell people to go give you a follow on people to go support you and support what you're doing. Let me see if I can find it really fast. I did a bunch of tweets this morning. It came out from. Let's see where's it at. I know it's here. I just gotta find it. Um. This is this is riveting radio right now, riveting podcast material. I know, but <laughs> let's see. Here it is. This is Soden Bowl. That's not it. There's our buddies over at Soden Bowl. I know it's here because uh, Eric. I got a little beef with Eric Ray. He's never going to listen to this anyway. But he's actually, I think, here in New Orleans, which is where I am, and I have sent him messages on Instagram, on Twitter, on everywhere, and that dude will not respond. I guess we are too small a fish to get him to respond because i'd love to have him come on the podcast so yeah i'm putting you on blast out there mr eric uh i want to see if if uh come you'll come be on the podcast let me check this you know how sometimes it doesn't show oh, everything be great he'll be a great interview <laughs> he just won't answer i mean i have sitting here i figured he'd show some love to somebody that's also a saints fan and also here in new orleans but no love yeah, being love showed from Mr. Eric. Let's see. La Ryan. Nope, that's not it. Trey George. Nope, that's not it. Last one. Let's see. This was from two days ago, so it's got to be around this area. Mm, dang it. I'm going to have to find it. Where I'm gonna much, how much you been tweeting? A ton, because I retweet everything <laughs> that comes out from the community. Uh, oh, here it is. Here we From M. Pinter 9. He is... I'm bringing it up right now. Uh deliverance three is his other name on twitter he says pro madden player from knights gg back-to-back pittsburgh steelers madden 1819 club champion so i don't know exactly what all that means but he says this he says you heard it here first beta coming back out with an update from feedback within the next 24 to 72 hours and he posted this on the 26th so his clock is ticking a little bit if, if that's going to be true um, but that's who did it. I just put it up on the screen. I will uh, after the show's over. I'll make, I'll make sure that um, I'll make sure that I'll tag you in it so that you can see it on Twitter itself. But uh, yeah, he says it's coming out, so but, we'll um, see. If that's true, this is going to be nice because maybe they took a lot of feedback and uh, fixed a lot of the things we found, and uh, maybe they want to get everybody's thoughts on the game after that. Now, I, I, I said I had one last question, but I'm going to throw one last one, and then we'll put a bow and, and let you on about your day. Uh, a lot of the feedback was going to be around two big areas, of course. Quarterback throwing, motion, and pass rush, two things that us hardcore gamers really enjoyed about the game. But again, we understand that the majority of players that are going to be out there are going to be the casual fans. They're not going to be us hardcore gamers. Uh, are you worried that a lot of that feedback, uh, what Pootie T and I talked about, 
is that the feedback didn't come back from what mode you played on. And so guys that were complaining about arcade mode are not going to be the same guys that are seeing issues in comp mode or in sim mode as a lot of us play. Are you worried that they're going to adjust the game in a way that fits the casual gamer? Or are you think that they'll somehow weed through the real complaints and not dramatically change this game? I'm scared that they might change it, but I'm hoping um, they realize what happened to Madden 19. They can't deny that Madden 19 was really messed up, so hopefully that will prevent them from doing that because they put so much work into this game, Madden 20, um, hopefully they realize they don't want to screw it up. I mean, with all the stuff they put in this game, with all the you know all of the abilities, it would be a shame that they waste all that hard work. So hopefully they they see and understand that uh, they got to leave it like it is. Now they may say, okay, well, can we get a balance? Can we not make it too hard, but not too easy, and uh, balance it? So it depends really on the ratings too. Um, I think they're going to be talking about the ratings soon, you know, the final ratings on the rating spread. But uh, I think, all in all, I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna leave the game like it is. I don't think they're gonna, I think they're gonna make people adapt, and that's why we have the three, you know, they have, that's why they have arcade, you know, the three levels, you know, people can play rookie stuff like that. So I think they're gonna leave it intact. Well, let's hope so, and let's hope that everyone here goes and gives our buddy Hollywood a follow. Hollywood, tell everyone where they can go find you, where they can find your content, and where they can give you some subscriptions and some follows. Twitter is Hollywood Sports, just like that. Uh, Everything is Hollywood Sports. Everything. My YouTube, everything is Hollywood Sports. You know, I'm not on Instagram or nothing like that, but it's just Twitter. Um, Even my uh, Twitch is Hollywood Sports. Twitch TV. Uh, but one thing I want to say real quick, you know, one thing I'm really excited about is the uh, the eSports with Madden. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people say they didn't like how they did the competitions and the tournaments because, you know, everybody was running the same play, quarterback sneak, all that stuff like that. But I think it's going to be really exciting this year to see those kind of things, the way the game has changed. They're going to have to play really compete, and I think that's going to be a pretty exciting. I, I think that has... this could be a debate between me and you in a very healthy way because i got to be honest. I can't watch more than three minutes of that crap whenever it's on. Um, <laughs> know, it's because hard. at the end of the day, these guys are not trying to simulate football. They're trying to win money. And when they you try, try to, to win, win money, money, you're going to find flaws in the game. You're going to exploit them. And then it just becomes a matter of who can exploit the game more than the other and who can button click faster than the other. There's no real football. Like, I watched one one time. I tried to get into it. I tried to support it. And I know, like, you pro gamers out there would hammer. I don't care. Like, I, I'm not here to, like, I, I don't care. I'm running my little league over here. I'm minding my own business. I ain't taking shots at anybody. You go do you. You're making way more money than I am. Like, go do that. Like, I get why you guys play the way you play. But when I watched a fullback at half, I mean, a, a halfback at fullback run like five fullback dives, I was like, I can't watch this crap. Like, how does anyone get into this? Like, this can't be enjoyable to watch 
Um, and it's not. It's it's the whole. I think people enjoy watching it because of the actual human interactions and the passion that people have for Madden. Uh, because the actual gameplay is is crap, right? And yeah. so, like, I don't. I have no hopes ever for EA. I mean, for esports to take on like Madden. At least I'm not going to get into it just because it's not it's change, real though. competition football. I don't know. I I have my doubts because it's still a video game, and video games will still have flaws, and they're still going to be able to be figured out. And these pro players are going to figure out the well, six true. plays that work, and they're just going to run those over and over. That's true. They do spend a lot of time on the game. I mean, Tons hours. of time. Yeah. So my wife would pack my bags and move me out if I did that. <laughs> yeah, they, they'll probably be looking for the glitches and stuff. Oh, like yeah. That. Hollywood, right, but- I really do appreciate your positivity. I, I've been wanting to have you on the show. We're going to tag you and everything. The only thing we ask is just help us maybe give us a little retweet and get your interview out. Our 10 good minutes turned into about 30 good minutes with you, but we appreciate you making some time for us this morning and, and being on the no show. Problem. I love it, man. <laughs> there you go, Mr. Hollywood Sports. Go give him a follow on Twitter, on Twitch, on YouTube. It don't cost you nothing. Just hit the button and give him some support, man. We appreciate you, Hollywood. We'll see you around, Thanks, my guys. friend. I appreciate you guys, man. Hey, Thanks later, for the man. invite. There you have it, Mr. Hollywood. We're going to hop over. I'm going to hop over because I'm the only one here right this second. But I'm going to hop over to our other voice chat. And uh, we're going to have Mr. Maniac come back and join me. Hopefully, he'll be back in here. We got to talk OMFL, and we've already used a lot of our time talking with Hollywood and talking about some things. So, it's time to start talking about. Ooh, you can already hear my wife. She is back home from grocery shopping. Are you back with us, Mr. Maniac? I'm back. He's I'm back. back. All right, we got to jump right into it. The wife is home. She's going to be itching. Uh, it's been a long week for us here at home. So, let's just jump right into it. Give me your favorite game from the past couple of weeks. What'd you like out there? Uh, let's see. And let me let me get my windows pulled up here since uh, we kind of had to switch switch gears. Um, my favorite game from the week was I believe this was week fourteen. The Detroit Lions and the Denver Broncos. Uh, double null actually pulled out a big victory here against the Broncos. Which I, I looking at this game coming in, I thought uh, the Broncos were just going to completely murder. Uh, double on the Lions. I, I was looking at this game being like uh, around the 50-point range for the Broncos and and uh, really putting a whooping on the Lions. But uh, he came out to play defense uh, and really done a, a, a nice job. I mean, uh, the Broncos had zero, absolute zero uh, uh, success with rushing the ball. Uh, Scarborough only had 16 yards. Uh, the scrambling quarterback Murray only had 15, and then uh, Mixon only had 13. And, and you're talking about making a team one-dimensional. Uh, it's hard to win in any league. I don't, I don't care at any level: NFL, high school, uh, Pop Warner, Madden. It, it, it's all the same thing. If you become one-dimensional, it's just so hard to uh, win a game. And you're looking at this game. And, and that's exactly what the Lions did. They, they made uh, the Broncos be one-dimensional, put it all on Murray's shoulders. And, you know, Murray did pretty good, 12-26, uh, 232. One touchdown with those two interceptions. And I believe one interception was a pick six from the end zone uh, by double null. And uh, I think it was actually White that made that pick that he was talking about in the, in the chat. But... <clears throat> Defensive-wise, uh, both teams actually played uh, really well. 
the Broncos had four sacks that came. Double had four sacks. Uh, but the, just the interception, the turnovers is the the big thing here. And, and actually, the Broncos had uh, forced three forced the fumbles, but uh, uh, I don't believe they were actually to capitalize on any of those. But the big story was Double Null's running attack. And he had over 150 yards rushing total uh, combined with all his uh, running backs. Uh, I know he really had started using his fullback as a uh, single back formation, and that seemed to really just kind of taken uh, and uh, vaulted his offense to the next level because this guy is just kind of moving the chains and just hard to bring down. Uh, he's he's basically like a Mike Allstott uh, copy copy, and uh, you know, and, and Double No has really taken uh, and done really well with that and stuff. And so, uh, Mahomes didn't have a spectacular game, but he was he was efficient enough. 11 of 15, 168 yards, no touchdowns, one interception. But uh, he did limit his turnovers with Mahomes, and and that really helped him in this game. Nobody really just kind of stands out, but it's just uh, a game where it was hard fought in the trenches and double on was able to pull out a victory here. And uh, he helped me a whole lot because that put a little space in between me and the Broncos in the AFC West. Yeah, it's a big victory for him. Uh, uh, I'm ticking out just thinking about this. So he actually cut Mahomes in the middle of the night and I made him <laughs> re-sign him. Uh, because I can't allow that to throw off competitive balance right before the playoffs in the last season of Madden 19. So, look, Mahomes got to play. I don't know why he started him, because he said he was not going to get to play, but he played him, and he came away with a victory, and that's good to see Double Zero being able to focus there and get a victory. Uh, Broncos on a little bit of a slide here, um, which is interesting because he has been playing so well this season, but he's dropped a couple here towards the end of this season, and he's going to have to get things figured out pretty quickly so that's going to move us to our next couple of oh i forgot to do uh, yeah that was my fault i forgot to do the agenda here um let's move on to the afc playoffs uh and talk about who's in and who's out so right now you got the new england patriots at 10 and 3 in the number one seed the cincinnati Bengals at nine and four the number two seed the Colts at nine and four, the number three. Your Chiefs at ten and four, at the number four. The Miami Dolphins eight and five, the number five. The Denver Broncos at eight and six, in the number six. And here's a couple of teams that are technically still in the hunt. The Houston Texans at seven and six. The Cleveland Browns at seven and seven. Technically, the Los Angeles Chargers at six, seven, and one, and the Jets at six and seven. Though it's going to be a little bit harder for those two teams. So let's talk about who's in and who's out. Start going down this list and tell me who you think is going to make the playoffs for season eighty-five from the AFC. Oh, uh, this this is really tough because the AFC is just kind of just really just kind of jam-packed. I mean, there, it's 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 a big pile up here. Uh, coming into the playoffs, uh, most almost every uh, team except for like maybe three teams are completely eliminated. Everybody still has a chance. And right now, uh, top to bottom, I think the AFC is is more competitive uh, throughout. But we're also probably the most um, dysfunctional because you got one week, you know, me, for instance, with the Chiefs, one week we're putting up 
40 points in the next week. I, I can't put up more than six, you know, so it, it's just inconsistency across the board in the AFC. Uh, even even with uh, teams like Cincy, Cincy went on a, like a uh, at one point a four game span. He was he was one and three, uh, and you know that's just not how Cincy plays. But you know that's just the way it, the way it happened. And and then you had D Wayne going on uh, losing four so far, but he has actually picked up a lot. Um, so uh, with that said, really to be honest, the what what the playoff picture right now? You have the Patriots uh, in the top seed. Um, they're they're a shoe in to make it uh, at this point. I'm I'm definitely taking them for the make the playoff. Uh, we're looking at them to win the East. Uh, I think the Dolphins are going to uh, finish here uh, probably uh, probably ten and five uh, as well. They're going to finish out. And make the playoffs as a wild card team. Um, so you got the Patriots, one in the East. Uh, the North is going to be the Bengals. Uh, the Bengals are just too too good offensively not to go ahead and pull this out. Uh, Brown got a big game against Cincy, but uh, he's had a couple of, of uh, trap games that, that have gotten him. Uh, since then, and, and it just it's an uphill battle, and, and I don't think he's going to push in to the playoffs, especially with a lot of the other teams with the records that they have now. Um, so that'll be your North team, uh, AFC South. Uh, you can't you can't go against Dwayne ever. Uh, Dwayne is just so stinking good, uh, and he, he's also in the next three games he's got two games against the Texans. So I mean this if the Texans can somehow come out and, and win maybe even one of those games against Dwayne and win the other game against uh, the outside opponent, he might could actually push in for the playoffs. But if, if he takes the first loss to Dwayne, and, and then I think that's going to be it for the Texans. So look for the Colts uh, to solidify the South and be that team coming out in the playoffs from the South. And – uh, in the West, uh, the I hate giving myself props or whatever, but just had a big game against the Broncos, and uh, uh, probably the most points I've ever scored in the OMFL. I scored 46 points against the Broncos to his 35, and uh, so that I think that kind of solidifies me as as the top runner, uh, unless I have uh, two really bad games, which is possible because uh, I have a game against the, the Raiders and also the Jets to finish out the season. And I have struggled mightily against the Jets. Seem like this this Madden every time I play him. And, and and the Raiders, uh, uh, you know, he's he's uh, always uh, always there to kind of push uh, the envelope in, in a lot of areas. So uh, it'll be. Uh, interesting to see what happens, but I'm going to go ahead and call me one in the one in the West, and the Broncos being the playoff uh, wild card along with the Dolphins. Oh, they have it. I think that your top four are pretty set. I think the the Patriots, the Bengals, the Colts, and the Chiefs all win their division. They're they're all set. That gives you 
the Dolphins, the Broncos, the Texans, and the Browns really is, in my opinion, the teams that are still in the running. Uh, I do think that the Dolphins are going to make it. I think that they're in it. They, they've been playing pretty good football. He, Kev knows how to win. He knows how to, to make it into the playoffs and make a really deep run. And that's going to leave you the Broncos who are sliding, but the Texans have a really tough schedule. You called it. I think they still have to play the Colts again. And they're the Browns, who have been a little bit of a hot and cold team this entire time. My heart says, go with the Browns. My head says it's probably going to be the Texans. But the Broncos have set themselves up in the best possible solution here, even though he did drop that game to the Lions that we talked about. So I'm going to actually call it to be as you see it right here. I think this is how the seeding will fall. I think these are the six teams that are in there. Pats, Bengals, Colts, Chiefs, Dolphins, Broncos. Those are the teams that I think will make it. And I think that the AFC is going to play out just as it is here in week 15. Uh, but we got two more weeks, so we'll see. I know that you guys have been on the Cleveland Browns bandwagon for some time now, but I think uh, <laughs> Nate kind of called it. It was a little smoke and mirrors, and we're starting to see that. He could put things together here that makes a run. Texans, you got an uphill battle to climb with the Colts, but if some way, somehow, uh, Little Koch can come out with a victory there, uh, that's going to go a very long way. And the Broncos, you got to figure this out, man. You drop a game to the Lions. Hey, I feel you. I mean, I dropped one to the Panthers. He, he hammered me. It wasn't even as close as your game was. And so I you got to figure it out if you're going to make a run here because now you're swimming with the big fish, and there are no bigger fish than that. I think the surprise for me is the team that we haven't really talked a ton about, and that's Rob in his Patriots. I mean, this dude is at 10-3. and three. He's on top of guys like Cincy Berg, who's been there forever and ever. Dwayne, who has owned the AFC since moving over to the AFC. Like, there's some big fish here in this pond, and he's the biggest fish of them all. Let's move over now to the NFC and talk a little NFC. So right now you got the Seattle Seahawks at 13-1. and one. That's right. Your New Orleans Saints gave him the one. I'm going to take some pride in that. The Atlanta Falcons at 12-2. The Washington Redskins, who I just lost by 1.2 at 11-3. The Chicago Bears at 6-8. Yes, OFL, you will have a sub-500 <laughs> team in the top four of the playoffs in the NFC. The New Orleans Saints at 9-5. The Arizona Cardinals at 9-5. Five, uh, four, sorry. Then on the bubble, technically, is the Dallas Cowboys at seven and six. The Dallas, I don't want to ever schedule my games during the summer because I'm too busy. Cowboys at seven and six. The New York Giants at six, six and one. And then the Panthers at five and eight. The Rams at six and eight. Basically, those guys are out. So the Cowboys and the Giants are holding on some thin hope. But how do you see the NFC playing out here? All right. Well, we're just going to start in the East. <clears throat> And the Redskins have just really come into this season and, and solidified the rushing attack. And, and you can see that this division has always uh, been a top division for rushing uh, offenses. Uh, at one point, we had Le'Veon Bell, uh, Barkley, Elliott, and then the Redskins also had uh, uh, Geis, I think it was. At the at the tailback, and, and so that there there has been a big emphasis on the rushing attack in this in this division, and and as the Redskins uh, with uh, Dawson's uh, pick of Ledbetter, I think it's how you said it, Ledbetter, however his name is, uh, but that that dude is a beast, and and uh, Denbrew is just 
taking advantage of that dude. He he's utilizing him very efficiently with the Redskins, and, and he's taking a big lead. There is no doubt that he's taking this uh, NFC East. Uh, he will be your your uh, champion there. The Cowboys. I don't see them uh, making it to the playoffs because he's just uh, he's uh, just uh, MIA basically right now, and so. Uh, he he's got uh, sim sim games going and and people playing the. We're gonna, we're gonna pause real fast. Here's what I find really funny about that is like Kev has been reaching out and people have been reaching out. Very few messages and then Nate reaches out and within five minutes I get a message about where he's been and what's going on and his. It's just amazing to me how quickly people who decide the fate of if you're in or out, how quickly you answer to those people. So it just kind of is. Look, Massimo, you know it's nothing but love. I ain't got nothing but love for you. I really respect that you serve our communities as a police officer. Nothing but love here, but you're sucking right now, okay? Like, I get it. Everyone's busy during the summer. We're all busy. You signed up for this, so you got to make it work. All right, it's over. Ran over. Going back to you. <laughs> Burn. Uh, so the Cowboys are not making the playoffs in, in this final season in Mad 19. The Giants have an outside shot, but uh, I'm going to call them done as well. I don't think I don't think you have a uh, a wild card team team coming out of the east. So we're going to go ahead and move over to the north, which th- this this is a, a dumpster fire of a div- <laughs> of a division here. And no, uh, no one so, has wanted to win this division in the entire Madden. Like it's it's a freaking joke. No, uh, it, it, it's amazing to me as well because it's uh, guys. Uh, that are over here inside the division, they're very competitive, and, and usually the one that's winning is like either uh, no. six and zero. Oh, no, they're six not. And oh. They're six and eight, and in the playoffs, they're not competitive at all. No, with within their own division. Yeah, like the, the crap. Everyone has tough divisions. Everyone beats each other up. Someone has to step up to the plate. No one has done that in this division. And I know that Smash is going to get on. He's going to talk about the one season he won 10 games. <laughs> but overall, this has been a sub-500 team in the playoffs every freaking year. Yeah, but then, like, a, like I was going to say, the, 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 tell-tale, the telltale sign is when they go outside the division uh, – the division leader is like, oh, and whatever against the other opponents and stuff. So, uh, you know, it's, it, it is a dumpster fire. And right now, to be honest, I, I don't know who's going to win this. I, I, I want to say Smash, but uh, maybe maybe Tim is probably the, the more hot hand right now in that division. So uh, we'll see if uh, what comes about, about those two. I'm gonna I'm gonna call and say that the Vikings win this division, uh, just just because. But th- th- it's it's crazy, um, and everybody else. I'm sorry, but but the fork has already been stuck in you like four weeks ago. Um, so moving on to the South, we have the Falcons, 12 and two. Of course, D money is always top notch and and top and everything. Basically, I think is. Uh, number one tank quarter cornerback that he got in the draft, leading the league with like 11 interceptions or something like that, Mr. Pyle. Uh, so, you know, it's obviously that he's going to be that number one seed uh, coming out of that uh, South uh, division. Uh, so he'll, he'll actually, he'll be the number two seed in, in the conference. But, uh, and then you have the saints, the saints have really uh, 
had a couple games where they struggled, played really hard, uh, you know, and, and lost by like one point, two points, uh, less than a touchdown. But you have put together a pretty solid season. You're going to be uh, one of those wild cards coming out in the NFC. So the Falcons and the Saints will be making it and, and punching that playoff ticket in the NFC. Moving to the West, we have the Seahawks and the Cardinals. Uh, the Seahawks are already punched their ticket, and they are without a doubt going to be the number one seed unless it just absolutely falls falls off here. The wheels fall off in the last uh, two games that he's going to have to play. Uh, and then you have the Cardinals. Uh, the Cardinals, though, I think he is still out on vacation, possibly. So I'm. He lives on vacation. Yeah, him and Mo, you know, out of the same event, both Mo's, they just, they live on vacation constantly. Uh, so, but that, that may actually cause him uh, some difficulties, possibly uh, if one of these other lower, lower teams like the Cowboys, say, for instance, if Massimo happens to show back up and all of a sudden makes kind of a push or, uh, uh, See, maybe maybe Pepper. Uh, there could be a small chance there, but uh, on my on my stance, the Cardinals are against this la- the last spot in the wild card, and you'll be looking at the Redskins, Vikings, Falcons, Saints, Seahawks, and Cardinals being your uh, playoff teams from the NFC. Yeah, I, I think that the uh, NFC is is pretty much set. I think what you see is what you get. The Bears possibly could lose out. Uh, I play the Vikings next. Uh, I need a win um, just for confidence' sake. Even though I technically I really don't want to make the playoffs, I'm kind of over this mat and I'm ready to wrap <laughs> it up. Uh, and I'm just going to end up being a first round loss, like I seem to always be. But uh, I think that I'll be able to hopefully take out the Vikings, um, and that'll kind of end his season, and, and the Bears will be in. I think what you see is what you get. Maybe a flip-flop of the Saints and Cardinals there. Depends on if he shows back up or not. But I think what you see is what you get on both sides, AFC and the NFC. Where we are is what you have, and it should be a really interesting playoff. And on our next show, uh, we'll be there. We'll be able to give our playoff predictions. 30 seconds, because the wife is already looking at me, is the power... I'm going to give you 30 seconds to answer this. Is the power in the NFC this year? Are they the powerhouse going in to the playoffs? Uh, yes, the NFC is the powerhouse. They're, they're the ones that are putting up uh, uh, on a consistent basis, big big scores, big points, uh, basically dominating uh, their games where you see the, the AFC uh, struggle with up and down weeks where one team beats one team and then the next week they fall to the other team it's just kind of disarray and and uh, so yeah the nfc is the powerhouse yeah i agree with you so thanks uh mr dakota i can't be on the show but i'll be in chat running my little fingers uh, i see you in there they, they're saying i'm triggered i'm not triggered i'm actually just trying to be entertaining but i will say smash you can go somewhere with this 10 and 6 crap overall this division has been poo for a long long time and you guys need to get it figured out and i i want to hear about this dakota taking back his dallas cowboys he was offered the dallas cowboys like a year and a half ago or whatever it was and he turned them down so look you had an opportunity to grab your favorite team and you said no so that one is on you and i would like to have the old dakota back um maybe i could just boot 
Priest out. I mean, he's not winning any games anytime soon, so I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, look, uh, it, it is what it is. Let's, let's get one owner-submitted question, and then uh, we're going to wrap up the show. It comes from Bill. Bill, remind me, I, I need to mark your other question as you used because we talked about the last one. But he says, what plans do the commission, the rest of the board, have during their one-month hiatus while we wait for Madden 20 to drop? Uh, I, I don't think it will be a full month because by the time we do playoffs, by the time we do a draft, I think it will be closer to two weeks. Um, mm-hmm. And this is a great transition into what I wanted you to talk about before we ended the show here, and that is our top 20 and – your other idea. So I'm going to, uh, here's the first thing. I'll put my part and then I want Maniac to talk about his part. It's going to be imports. It's going to be end of the season awards. It's going to be end of Madden awards because I got to do the sportsmanship awards there. That's going to go, those top guys are going to go into a vote. So there's like a lot of voting, a lot of awards, a lot of import work that has to be done before we get to Madden 20. But Maniac has some of the bigger things that he's creating or created uh, a little bit of both. So I've got it up here on the screen. Tell everybody about the coaches top 20 and then your other idea about the all Madden team. Okay. Uh, before I, I wanted to ask a, a question that kind of goes along with what Bill, are, are we going to do, uh, and I'm pretty sure I know the answer, but are we going to do the, uh, the team draft yep. before we do the draft? Okay. Uh, no. Okay. Not before the draft. So that will be the last thing that we do is we'll pick a day probably late in July uh, once ratings start to come out, right? Because I don't want to let guys pick teams and go, oh, I'm mad and screwed my team, right? Like <laughs> ratings will start to come out. So we'll, we'll kind of we'll wait as long as we can. And I want to give guys the opportunity to actually change their mind and throw their name in the hat because I think right now we only have like – three or four like the number isn't very high at all um so that will probably be the team draft will probably be the very last thing that we do all of madden 19 will be complete and in the books before we do that okay okay all right uh the top 20 uh something that we did uh last madden that was really popular throughout not only our community but the madden community as a whole i think a a lot of people kind of took notice of us as a league uh, watching off of that, and, and it was just something that, uh, again, kind of how it, the the brainchild started was watching the uh, NFL top 100 players, uh, and and how they did that was basically um, it was voted upon by the peers, you know, the guys that they they work with, they play with, and the guys that know each other better than anybody else, they voted and gave their top 100 list. So I thought, you know, I wanted to do this with, with the, the OMFL players also, but I was like, man, you know, that's, that's a, just a, a lot to go through with creative players and this and that. And so uh, basically I said, well, let's make it personal and go with the coaches, the owners that, that actually control the teams, run the teams. Uh, they're the ones behind the sticks. So came up with the top 20 coaches of the OMFL and uh, it, it really was uh, something that guys were involved with last year. I think we had everybody basically participate in the vote except for a couple. Uh, Brady. <laughs> Brady. <clears throat> uh, yeah, Brady uh, was one of the ones that did not vote. So uh, I'm looking forward to see if he actually votes this time. Yeah, Mr. I want to be in the OMFL. I want to be engaged. I want to pre- I don't vote for anything. <laughs> But uh, this this is something that I've actually is going to roll out today. Uh, the top twenty 
uh, vote. I've had some help with, uh, from Mr. Rob. And the voting system this year will be a lot less complicated. So it's going to be all kind of together. You'll just select the guys from 1 through 20, uh, and there will be a whole list there. It won't be having to actually answer 20 different questions and trying to select one for number one. Well, guess what? Then that guy will no longer be able to be selected on any other spot because he's already been selected number one. And so that's just going to help streamline that for you guys and make it more simplified. So it'll be easier to track, and it's going to be a lot of fun <clears throat> to see where this all comes out. We will probably release uh, uh, the first uh, edition uh, of the top 20, uh, probably starting sometime next week. Uh, we'll probably give this about 70, 72 hours uh, to get all the votes in, and then I'll start uh, compiling them. Oh, go ahead. I gotta unmute myself on the stream so people will hear me. You could hear me, but the stream couldn't. I, please, 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 please send out tons of messages over the next few days because I don't want people to miss this. I didn't know it was that quick a turnaround either, and so I haven't voted yet. And I, I just want to make sure everyone who has an opportunity to vote votes. So you guys here, you got about seventy-two hours or so to turn this around so we can get all those votes in. And he can start releasing uh, his ratings. Um, so make sure, look out for those PEMs if you're watching the stream. Go get that done here really soon. Yeah, and, and the initial uh, uh, post that will have the link to the Google Doc will be released uh, this afternoon. So I will I will put that all in PMs, and it'll be all over Twitter. It'll be it'll be. Everywhere. I have it on the screen now, just so that people can see it. Okay, uh, so guys, participate in it because what makes these things work are the guys that are actually involved, engaged, um, and we we do this for you. I, I come up. I, I know I probably give Nate uh, migraines because I'm always sending him texts like, "Hey, what, what if we do this? What if we do that?" He's like, <laughs> "Okay, sounds good, but can we? You know, can it? Is it feasible?" And, and so I, I'm the I'm the think tank guy. I guess if, if maybe that would be my label because I'm always thinking and uh, coming up with things. So, but I, I like stuff to be engaging and, and guys for that to be possible. Please be engaged with it and, and do your part. Just take the time to click those uh, those 20 dots and, and get your votes in. Uh, the other thing with the all, all Madden team, basically uh, what we're going to do is we're going to have another Google Doc. It'll be kind of similar to uh, Pro Bowl. That'll be uh, guys from each uh, conference that you'll be able to select, but uh, it's only going to be one selection per position. Uh, so, And there will be a full like say for defensive end, left defensive end, right defensive end, defensive tackle, uh, nose guard. Uh, all of those will be listed so we'll have a complete compiled component of a full squad for each conference. Just no and, no awards on this one. Like you'll still have the Pro Bowl and all like our normal like incentive stuff that you'll get. There's no awards for this one, right? Yeah, yeah, no awards for this one. Just, for Just a super cool thing. Yeah, and, and this will be something that we can uh, even get the full uh, Madden, grown folks Madden community involved with. It's not just for the OMFL guys that have played this Madden uh, that used the stock rosters. And it's all going to be based off the stock roster. Uh, like, for instance, you know, Mahomes, uh, Aaron Rodgers, who was the top quarterback that that when you played around with or you played with. Oh, I totally misunderstood that. 
Yeah. Um, so that that's going to be something that it'll incorporate the whole Madden community. And that'll also be something else that'll kind of get us put out on the map, I think, uh, out there within the community and stuff. So it'll be it'll be something fun. Uh, and, and then after, I'm going to try to do some graphics, possibly to showcase uh, what what it will look like if we had a full full team of those top all Madden uh, 19 players on on the team. And hopefully that'll that'll turn out the kind of way way I've envisioned and so but it'll be for Madden Ballers Club those guys all those guys can actually help and vote something to bring the full grown folks community together um so yeah it'll uh, be good I'm I'm excited about it I understood it I thought it was going to be an all Madden team for all of Madden 19 for the OMFL and so like even rookies who maybe got drafted year one played extremely well. Uh, but this is a cool idea, too. I'm super excited about it. I hope that everybody participates. Maniac is never short on really good ideas. And, uh, look, he creates these things so that we can have a lot of engagement from a lot of people. All right, got to put a bow on the show and get out of here. Again, congratulations, OMFL. We'll make a really big thing out of this. But you are the Daddy League's Madden League of the Year for the PlayStation mm-hmm. side. Thank you for that is off of activity and, and traffic to the website on Daddy Leagues. And so you guys doing that uh, just made it really, really outstanding. Um, and look, there are other things, Bill, like we could spend a lot of time. There are awards, Hall of Fame awards, all kinds of stuff. There are going to be plenty to keep people busy, probably too much. There's going to be so much that has to happen <laughs> in between the two Maddens. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a really good time. So let's put a bow on the show. Next time that we're all together, uh, hopefully we'll find somebody else to come and do an interview. But we're definitely going to be talking about the playoffs. And so next show is going to be all about the playoffs, the last playoffs. Wow. And this is going to lead into our last draft. So we will have one last draft um for the omfl for season 86 yeah uh technically 86 draft um and that will be uh to get us ready for imports and anybody that you want to bring over um so that's going to be it we're going to put a bow in the show here's where you can find us grownfolksoc.com if you're watching the show for the very first time we do weekly podcast shows over the next probably three weeks we're going to introduce some really great and exciting news that i've been working on for the omfl2 uh, little spoiler alert is maybe a new logo is going to be coming out. Uh, we're going to be having some new things that are going to roll out. So we're going to save some of that as we get closer to Madden 20. But we'll be uh, unveiling some new news as we completely try to revamp OMFL2, make it its own league. Uh, it will still be a place where we can pull from for the OMFL, but also want it to have its own vibe, its own league, its own everything. And so we're really going to put some efforts into filling that place up. It's already started, and so some good news that will come out. Again, you can follow uh, us on Twitter, on Twitch, everything that you need to know. You can find it right here at the very top of our page. Go give us a follow. Uh, give us some support. We'll follow and give you some support right back. And then a shout-out to our great partners here. Overtime, Heroics, 
Daddy Leagues, of course, can't do anything that we do without them. League Crawler, one of my favorite people. I love their site. If you're not involved with League Crawler, you're doing yourself a disservice. Soden Bowl, they just had their Super Bowl the other day. Uh, I know Maniac was there. I hopped in for just a few minutes to check it out. And then OCW, Austin DTA, True One Sports, those are our partners over for WWE. And then E-Kings, that's our new partners that have just farmed. Just tons of really, really great people over there. Uh, The one partner that is not going to be up there just because they don't have a website. It's just a Discord, but you need to go follow them on Twitch. I mean, on Twitter, and we we probably will link their Twitter, and that's uh, Madden Accord. We're a Madden Accord affiliate. So all of our great partners, thank you so much for your support. Uh, I'm excited. There's some new things um, that are coming out for Madden 20. Uh, we will hopefully be able to do some giveaways, I'm hoping. We'll do some drop streams uh, the day that it comes out because if I can get my hands on the game that fast, uh, we will be doing some streams that day. I've already taken the day off. We're, we're just going to make a really big thing out of it as we did last year. Maniac's working on stuff. I'm working on stuff. Rob's working on stuff. It's just it's an exciting time. So thank you all for being on the stream today. Thank you for your support. I hope that you have a really great weekend a blessed week. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Peace. Later.